basement to your ears. This is the weekly meeting of the Queen City Improvement Bureau. Tonight, interviews with people. Let's find out who. Innovative revenue tools, outstanding improvements, and all the other stuff that we do of an evening here. This meeting is now in session. Hey, what good afternoon. How are you doing? I'm doing well, and you? I'm doing very well, thank you. Good. So let's, uh, I guess we should get started with uh, taking attendance. Sure, let's see do that. See who's here. Okay, uh, first uh, member of the meeting tonight, we have uh, Lita Funchi. Lita Funchi? Lita Funchi. Uh, she's actually, she's been seconded from city management, and she's oh. a certified lean professional. Really? Yep. She's actually, no wonder things are so organized down here now. I know. She's actually been well known for going from city government to city government mm-hmm. and replacing entire departments with smartphones. Really? Yeah, just loaded with like city governance apps. Oh. Yeah. Oh, and here I, th- here I thought the reason that my, my waste basket was so close to my chair is, uh, is that her? Um, Shifting every feng shuiing everything. It could be. I think actually I just kicked that waste basket there last oh, week. I, okay. I got up. I was looking for some funyuns. Funyuns. Yeah. Yeah. I, it was dark. Okay. And uh, um, but she's not here clearly. No, and you know, you know, I realize. Um, what? I think when I wrote down the name of the attendees, I think I m- mixed up the letters a bit. Oh no! It should read Paul Deshane. <gasps> oh, that's me. Oh, okay. Well, that's you. All right. I'm Paul Deshane. Good, good, good start. Uh, second up, we've got Ian Garamond. Ian Garamond. Ian Garamond. Inventor of the font? No, you no? think so. No, you'd that, think. that was Mr. Garamond. Oh. Well, that's a different Garamond. His father? <laughs> yeah, perhaps, yes. Um, perhaps his father-in-law. We, we don't know. Yeah. Um, but actually, Ian Garamond was, uh, he was actually a member of MI6 back in the 70s. Really? He, he was disgraced and uh, when he was found... Uh, convicted of uh, selling state secrets to Peru. Oh. Nobody knows why. Huh. And he wound up here. Yeah. Huh. Well, but he's not here. I don't see him. Well, if he's on the lam, of course he's not going to be here. Yeah, that's true. Well, I really want to know why he was selling secrets to Peru in the 70s. Good thing we're going to have him in a meeting. Um, Except uh, he's not here. Hold on. What? Um, You know what? It really looks like uh, I actually kind of mixed up the letters here. (laughs) No. Uh, Yeah. No, it's true. Um, Uh. Twice in one meeting. What are the odds? Uh, it should read Aiden Morgan. I'm pretty sure that's you. Oh, nice. Okay, great. So we've got. Do we have quorum? Uh, no, we do not have quorum. Oh, Pete's sake. Well, one and day we will. Nothing will be binding, but we can still go forward with the meeting. True. Because so, the doors don't unlock for another hour, anyways. That's true. So yeah. we may as well just ride it out. Yeah. Yeah, so what's what's on uh, what's what's what are we starting off with tonight? Well, we have uh, an improvement vector returning. Oh, we do. Yeah, Belle Plain. Hello. How are you doing, Belle? I'm excellent. It's great to have you back. I'm, I've, I feel improved already. Do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just the act of being here improves people. It's true. It's mm-hmm. I yeah I I'm, I'm a t- living. I'm living proof of <laughs> this very thing. <laughs> I, I see you've brought an improvement vector candidate. Which yeah, we'll see how it turns out. I've been improved by her. True. Aww. Aww. That's the sweetest That's thing sweet. I've heard today. That is pretty wow. sweet. Yeah. Well. O- only only the legendary Blake <laughs> Berglund could say such sweet things. <laughs> hey, in attendance. Hi, Blake. Hi, gentlemen. Well, it's great for you to join Ma'am. us. <laughs> Miss. 
How are you guys? How are you two this evening? Doing well. Yeah. 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 Excellent. It's true. We've been really good. Busy. But that's okay. Everybody's busy. Where have we been? Uh, well, I've been in my small office plotting, planning, and I've scheming. Been scheming. And I've been setting up for a garage sale this weekend. <laughs> it's true. Where would, where would that garage sale be? Oh, are we doing that? Oh, sure, yeah, why not? Hey. Let's, let's talk about uh, the garage sale. I'm having a garage sale at 11 Newton Crescent. That's off of Montague and Hudson. Right. Down at the south end of town. Right. Very nice. There's going to be things for sale. Cool. All of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, that's, a, that's a strange thing to come to the meeting to promote a garage sale. <sighs> Is it's it going to be huge? Mostly snap shirts and CDs. Oh. Mostly CDs okay, from the late cool. 90s. Bad country from the early 2000s, good grunge from the late 90s, and snapshots that I've collected along the way. Yeah. So yeah. when you say good grunge, you mean no Limp Biscuit? Uh, there is a Limp Biscuit CD I for sale. It. It's the hot got... dogs one. Oh, that's what? That, that was an awful. That was like album. the worst. That was <clears> the worst <throat> of like a terrible band. I know I didn't have the case for it, so it's just the CD and it's scratched, and I'm just I put make an offer sticker on it. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll be curious. You'll have to report back on what you get for it. I will. Yeah. All right. So, so what's the date of this, of I, this car sale? Well, if people show up tomorrow night, I think that'll be a good time to start, and we'll go until Monday night. Oh, wow. Okay. So we'll we'll do it all weekend. Sure, weekend-long garage sale. Yeah. It's like a garage sale bender. Well, it's a, and it's a semi-estate sale because the house is up for sale, and there was a bunch of stuff in it before. Not too much stuff, but I'm getting rid of it all. So people could come come by, buy the contents of the house and the house itself. <laughs> yes, and two vehicles. Wow. Yeah. And the garage, like it's a garage. There's no garage. Oh. So they, you're basically I selling mean, your. You could just sell your identity. <laughs> I've, geez, I've done it twice already. Might as well do it a third time. How's the money in that? It's not very good. <laughs> So, uh, just uh, to clarify, I know that Belle is a singer-songwriter and sometimes spy. Mm. Blake, you're... Um, well, <coughs> I front, I've been demoted from the city to front the preservation of equestrian, equestrian preservation and reform among the city. Really? Within the city, the Pinky Road Palominos. Oh, what are the oh. Pinky Road Palominos? I don't know about these. Wild horses that live out on Pinky Road. Do they really? I'm in charge. Huh. Wow. I've never been out there to see these wild horses. They come and they go. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I, I was demoted from sewage to the Pinky Road Palomino. Okay. Equestrian right, reform. Enough. Right. Well, I'm also a songwriter. Yeah. And cool. I sing about the topics as such. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think uh, you're also, not only are you a songwriter, you are also an improvement vector candidate. Mm -hmm. And uh, as, as you may know, there is a test, a mandatory test. Before I didn't can, know that. Before you can actually be, be, uh, be declared a candidate. Okay. This is a multiple choice uh, quiz. So it's not, it's not that, you know, not the true false thing that usually messes with people. Mm -hmm. It's very straightforward. Mm -hmm. So, shall we get started? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, start off, congratulations on your decision to take part in the QCIB Improvement Vector Candidate Program. Your test will, A, be reviewed and graded by a panel of experts. B, allow us to further refine our results as we search for the uberhuman who will surpass us all. C, automatically enroll you in international art school. D, two of the above. D, two of the above. Which would be B and C. <laughs> Completely correct. Good, good start. Thank good you. Group. Yeah. Thank you. 
Okay. There's only five questions, by okay. the way. So, okay. Question number two. In August of 1943, General George S. Patton slapped two United States Army soldiers in two separate incidents. He did this because, A, they were part of the slap club. <laughs> B. I thought rule one was don't talk about slap club. <laughs> Well, A's out. That's right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, you know, you, you can't help him on the test. Sorry, sorry, sorry. This, okay. This is my test. <laughs> my answers. Hey, so there's A, slap club. Okay. B, they tried to take Patton's Tootsie Rolls, known to be the only thing that he could digest. Mm. C, the next option, which is D, and D is either A and B, but not C. It, well, it's A. True. Mm, slop slop club. club. Yeah, even though we can't talk about it, it is, right. it is true. I'm glad you did not listen to that C one. Because C isn't one. D. Yes. And D would not be B. Or A, so only A remains. Uh, you know, you actually understood that question better mm -hmm. than I did. That's mm -hmm. pretty good. <laughs> hey. Woo! <laughs> question. <Yeah. laughs> so I think, I, think, I think the Palominas are coming. Right, okay. Um, okay. <laughs> Question three. Blake Berglund is the name of a country music singer and songwriter. He is named Blake Berglund because, A, the first thing his parents saw after he was born was a majestic falcon whose name happened to be Blake Berglund. B, pretty sure it's that falcon thing. C, yep, definitely the falcon. Or D, their favorite poet was William Blake, which is why his middle name is the entire Tiger Tiger poem smushed together into one long word. C. Definitely that falcon. Yay. Absolutely. <laughs> so you're three for three. So far, this is great. It was actually named after uh, the show Dynasty. True story. Really? really? Yeah, Blake Carrington. That's hilarious. He was wow. the oil tycoon, and that was my mom and dad's favorite TV show. That yeah. is an excellent So I was named thing. after an oil soap star. That's fantastic. <laughs> See, I, so how did, what was, what was Blake's fate? I, I don't remember on Dallas. No, Dynasty. Dynasty, sorry. That's <laughs> I, saw, I, saw I think they were both shot in the end of it all, weren't they? No, did, I know J.R. was, Falcon was Crest. shot. Falcon yeah. Crest was the one where they were all shot at, at a wedding. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And Game of Thrones, too, right? Everybody dies. And Tombstone. Yeah. You should see yeah. Tombstone. Oh, yeah. Huh. That's I did, it. I, it's just a Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it only just occurred to me now that Game of Thrones is a remake, a gritty reboot of Falcon Crest. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Just set in, I think, a post-apocalyptic future? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That must be it. That's my guess. Yeah. Yeah. Falcon Crest 2125. <laughs> <laughs> was the original name, the working title. Yes, but then they then they sort of said, well, you know, maybe we don't want to get sued by the Falcon Crest, you know, yeah. people. All right. So, anyway, question four. George Patton, if you may recall from an earlier mm -hmm. question, did not believe in what at the time was called battle fatigue or shell shock. Today, shell shock is a recognized disorder called A, ammo angst, B, bullet blithers, C, trench terrors, or D, cookies and cream? Or E, the shrapnel shivers. Shrapnel shivers. <laughs> that is correct. E. <laughs> e, the shrapnel shivers. That's even better. That's actually better than all mine. 
<laughs> Did I pass? Yes. Well, no, there's one more question. Oh, one more question person. five. Ultimately, George Patton was passed over to lead the invasion of Europe. He was informed by A, telegram, B, passenger pigeon, C, text message, or D, Tex-Mex message, the which text, is like D, D yes, yeah. Tex-Mex. Of yeah. course, it's D, obviously. Yeah, it's 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 spicy and delicious. Right. Yeah, that's that's how it was done. Quick, quick in, quick out, yep. like a text. Yeah. So you got all the questions right, uh, even even figuring out that the actual answer for number four wasn't even one of the options. So, uh, so at the at the end of the the interview, the student will, becomes the teacher. Exactly. I will have to grade, but I still have to grade this. So we'll. Mm. So we'll see if you become a vector or not. Yeah. And we'll wait diligently. Yeah. And we'll wait here on uh, 91.3 CJTR, Regina Community Radio, mm -hmm. in the offices of the Queen City Improvement Bureau. Down in the sub-basement. Yeah. Where we Under are, City Hall. Exactly. Where we are interviewing Bell Plain, a.k.a. Molly Hankwich. And Blake Berglund. And Blake Berglund. So uh, I have to admit, I, have, I, I had a bit of an ulterior motive when uh, I, you know, when we invited you guys to come back on, uh, as you probably know, there's an election this year. I did know for the uh, city council, <clears throat> and uh, one of the things that uh, people who go to city council have like been lamenting is the lack of a theme song for our city council, and we're like, geez, you know, if there's going to be like a whole new cast of characters in October, we are totally going to need. A new theme song. Mm -hmm. yeah. for, well, a theme song. Like the first theme song for our for our city council. And so I was kind of hoping we could get you guys down here. And since you're both singer songwriters, could you just like write us a theme song? Just like jam something out right now. Like right now. We will listen to you. We will listen to you. <laughs> call in once. Call in twice. Small we'll dudes were told for you because we're nice. We will listen to you. What the hell was that? That was fantastic. <laughs> This is really what we do. Yeah. yeah. It was great. I don't know. Yeah. It was solid. It was, it was <laughs> yeah. solid. I was thinking, you know, we, I was kind of hoping for something like the full house theme so that we could like, you, you know, you could see all the counselors could come in one at a time oh, yeah. and oh, wink, yeah. you know, wink on access yeah. cable. I think we could have oh, a little yeah. quippy line for them too. Yeah. We're going to need to know some of their... Um, some of their hot phrases. What's that called? You know, like oh, their catchphrases. Yeah, catchphrases. That's it. Oh yeah, yeah that's a good that idea. Because that was that was a thing. Yeah. One of them said, "Give me a break" or something. I don't know. Cut it out. Yeah, yeah I think that was out. Counselor yeah, O'Donnell. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> "You got it, dude." <laughs> what are you talking about, Flagle? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Flagle was mm, 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 Flagle's bagels. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That was a good theme song we had last time. Yeah. Um, so okay, well then. <laughs> I guess I guess I've kind of put you on the spot then, but how do you guys? Because you guys work together. Like, how do you write music together? Together. Like, I, like I know nothing about writing a song. How how does that work? Well, we're still kind of learning how to do it. We've done it a, a couple times. Uh, once on purpose and once by force. Yeah, but we actually we we talk about this regularly. How we need to be writing together more, but. Uh, we each kind of have the same approach. Yeah, we kind of weigh in, too. I don't know. You have to... Uh, this is actually a serious question. You... I mean, for me to write with Blake, I need to figure out where the character's brain is at because he often writes from the perspective of a character. So making an assumption that he's writing from his perspective is usually wrong, and I'll suggest the wrong thing 
and then that doesn't really amount to much. But if I start to figure out who the guy is, why he's making the decisions he's making, why he thinks the way he thinks, then I can kind of... You're a step ahead of me. I can kind of... Oh. Well, it, sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I, I I like to be conservative with my words. So if I can take four words that he's thinking of and suggest one that fits it better, then I feel like I've done my part. Even if I just, you know, change a word. You know the old saying, change a word, get a third? Yeah. It applies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you fit into my process, I think, in a stronger way than I fit into yours. I usually don't fit into yours is that why you say i don't know how you write this kind of stuff whenever you look at mostly i know i can <laughs> what the heck is this how do you do this yeah pretty much well you have uh you you tend to write with jeremy and beth your keyboard player and bass player yeah, and as of late truly. as of lately and what's been coming out of that is something that i don't know i know we both feel shouldn't really be tampered with too much because it's working i think that's kind of kind of the thing find mm. what works and I, I i write in a way of it's usually concept first um and then lyric and then melody and they say when you write a pop song or you write a song that's supposed to be catchy it's always melody first and i've never been able to kind of approach it with that mindset but usually a concept if the concept's strong then i think it's it's means to move to a lyric and then if you have a strong lyric it means to move to a strong melody and strong melody means to move to a strong progression Right, and that's kind of my my approach. So, do you sit down at a desk and start like writing stories? Oh uh, yeah, 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 totally. I I mean, when I go home and farm, I, it, and no joke, writing in the tractor is like the best place because it's quiet mm -hmm. and you're doing the same thing over and over, and it's just a really good opportunity to zone in and focus on. With everything said prior to this, it's a good good opportunity to focus on melody. Um, You'll say that until your first like gruesome tractor accident <laughs> my first <laughs> my third <laughs> when i lit the baler on fire halloween of 2012 and drove it into a slough to put it out <laughs> my head was in the clouds that's uh, actually a really good line for, I, from the song i was actually going to say this sounds like a song already yeah <laughs> yeah but the process changes you write right. different ways on different days well and different yeah. people influence like when i wrote with the lazy mks that was a different approach mm -hmm. to everything and just watching the way that blake writes has really changed the way that i write um in that in that way of sitting down and writing a story and thinking about it from a different perspective but i don't know i like to come at it from different angles so like with writing sometimes like with jeremy and bath i'll start with a, a section of lyric and i have no idea what it sounds like other than like for example i'm writing a song about my grandmother being hit by a train uh an incident which she lived through and um, and I wanted to tell the tale of it because it's such a fantastic idea. So we've been working on it. I had uh, a melody and a chorus and an idea of what I wanted said in the song, but no idea of how we would do it. I could have sat at home and figured it out, but it's more fun to like sit in a room and play with other people and you get really interesting results because they have different ideas. And after five years of collaborating with them on realizing the songs that I've written, it made sense that maybe their ideas would be great in the writing process instead of in the aftermath. Do you guys start on guitar or do you... Not usually for me. Yeah, usually for me. Yeah, yeah I always used to, I, I used to write on the piano because there were more... I always thought there were more options, more places to go with the piano. Mm -hmm. And then I found like 
the lack of constraints was not giving the parameters to write within mm. and I found that you know just really nice standard progressions with a guitar are almost like they're expected and mm -hmm. that's a really good thing in pop music is to write something that the listener can totally feel and understand where it's going and I always felt that the guitar accommodates to that better than any other instrument it's hard to sing and play saxophone at the same time, too. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've actually heard it said that you're not a real musician until you've, like, written an entire concept album on the keytar. <laughs> That's what we missed on this yeah, concept record was the keytar. Yeah. Oh, yeah? yeah? Just a couple of, just a few keytars hanging around, and you, yeah. What are your favorite chords? Oh, C. C? Yeah. Just C? Yeah. Just C. That's okay, I guess. C sharp. If I'm pushing. Now we're talking. <laughs> and usually just a B if I feel really laid back in pitch. Right. So anywhere between B and C sharp is nice. Yes. Yeah. We don't want to get too fancy with like like four or five chords. No. Just just two or three is good. I want it to sound like one of my albums. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fifteen chords in one song. Songs two minutes long, but it has a four-page chart. Yeah. <laughs> no joke. Ridiculous. It's a little ridiculous. I like two chords in songs. Then nobody messes up. You can hire any schlep to play it and they don't screw up. Yeah, that's, well, that's not necessarily true. Oh, no, I could. I could screw that up. Yeah. Screw two chords? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I bet you we could. I'm, I'm, I'm good with one chord, <laughs> but like only played once and then, yeah. <laughs> <Dumb>. <laughs> <laughs> If, uh, if you ask me to play another chord, or even the same chord again, uh, then then there's trouble. It's mono rock. Mono rock, yes, exactly. Or just drone. Yeah, or you yeah. Know, or like White Snake. Yeah. Here I go again on my own, playing the only chord I've ever known. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Wow. Um, so what are you guys working on right now? What are we working on right now? I'm finishing up a record. Um, I put a seven-inch vinyl out earlier this spring and toured behind it just to kind of get me through to the fall and i've been in the studio with jason plum for the past two and a half months yeah you've been promoting promoting that single too words getting around yeah yeah it's been thing. it did really well it's been doing well on cgtr words getting around is kind of the single that i'm pushing right now and it's doing good on mainstream radio nice um everything's kind of falling into place with it but sort of the focus is slowly shifting to a full project, a full a full album, and it's a concept record. And it was done at the, here at the studio here in town with Jason, and it's different, different than anything I've ever done. We really we stayed true to the element of twang and this sort of devote to the spirit of country music. But there's synths and there's oh yeah, there's backwards messages. Oh, cool. I don't think you're supposed to talk about the backwards messages. Yeah, I think that's supposed to be that's something, supposed to be something you, yeah. we, we pour over the album and we discover right. on our own. Right, cats yeah. out of the bag. <laughs> Player backwards. <laughs> so is it satanic? No, it's oh. the opposite of satanic. Oh, really? It's very, uh, it's quite s spiritual in a white sense. Oh, oh really? Positive nice. sense. Oh, very nice. Very positive approach to to today's music. Right, but we only get it if we play the record backwards. Yeah. Okay. What an anomaly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and don't you have a show coming up? I do. I'm playing yeah. on Wednesday Wednesday night. That would be the 6th of July mm -hmm. um, hmm. with Twin Peaks. They, they're performing this year at the Regina Folk Festival 
and they won the Roots Duo of the Year last year's Western Canadian Music Awards. Um, and they're from Northern BC. They're coming through on a tour, and we met. Where did we meet them? I guess at we WCMA's. Met at Carolyn Mark's house. We met them at Carolyn Mark's house. Familiar to some people. Carolyn Mark was supposed to have a house concert for us, and she said she couldn't. And then we went to a house concert on the night that she was going to have it for us. Was she had just someone else. Uh, and she smiled at me because we're buddies, and she was like, I know, I know. This was supposed to be your show. <laughs> <laughs> huh. eh, Carolyn. And I really thought about that, but uh, that's true. So we met the band that took our gig. I'm playing with them on Wednesday at Slate Gallery. Go. Take that. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> You'll show up, and they'll be like, no, we're, we're playing the opening act. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they're great. Really interesting writing, good harmonies. Um couple good chicks fun cool so we've i've got to know them over the past year and it'll be it'll be a nice show there's still tickets for sale and you can pick them up at slate gallery down cool. by the general hospital yes right on okay well we have to move on with the agenda but you guys will stick around for the second half of the meeting i hope yes yeah, sure. and we Love. can quiz you bell about what you're doing right now too that sounds good right uh, on i think i think actually i've uh, i've reviewed and graded the test and oh, perfect. You, you are I, I think you you qualify yes um getting getting all the answers right sometimes you know that's uh that's a strike against you but not this time so so here you go here's your certificate of improvement <laughs> Oh, this is a thing. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a thing. <laughs> oh, but you have no idea. It really is a thing. The, the <laughs> amount of times that my last and first name are spelt wrong on marquees and... Are you telling me your Contracts. name is not Blate Birdland? Blate Birdland. That's I, nice. This is the prettiest, prettiest version of my name that I've received that isn't correct. But let's go with it. <laughs> All right. From here on in. Blate Birdland. known as Blate Birdland. Fantastic. Okay, uh, I guess next up on the agenda... Innovative revenue tools. Yeah, where we look at ways for the city to improve its bottom line by uh, you know, generating more revenue or uh, saving some money. I understand you have something. I, I do. Uh, and I've been thinking about uh, taxis in this city. Oh, have and, you? Uh, and as it stands, the city gets a fair amount of money through taxi licenses. Mm -hmm. But once, once you're a driver, you're making money, and that revenue is no not going to the city. Okay. But what if, instead of taxi drivers driving taxis and taking that money, they actually drove, like, your cars in the morning to get you to work? Oh. So you go out in the morning, and there's a taxi driver, like, standing on the sidewalk, and then, and here's the good bit, you have to run to your car, and if you get into your car first, you can drive to work. Okay. But if the taxi driver gets there first... He or she drives you, and you have to pay them, damn, $25, say. <laughs> okay. And, 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 that, the, and then the city gets a cut? The city gets a, a substantial cut of that income. Right. Yeah. Do you have a name for this this program? Uh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't thought that far. Okay. Well, that's uh, fine. Does anybody, else, anybody here have ideas for a name? Dash. Dash. Nice. That is good. Dash cab. Dash, dash cab. cab. That's fantastic. Okay. Dash cab, cash cab. Perfect. Dash cab, cash cab. Dash cab, cash cab. That's cash grab, I think. Dash cab, cash grab. <laughs> dash cab, cash grab. See, grab. and this is how you write a song. <laughs> dash cab, cash grab. 
this might be a this might be a tune in the uh, city council musical <laughs> that I that I keep dreaming will write. Well, one day, one day yeah. that will happen. Cash grab, so. cash grab. Okay, well, if this idea doesn't catch on, we fortunately have some other innovative revenue tools that we can listen to right now. Cash grab. Hi, I'm Brandon Wright from Bike Regina. And I'm Sarah Maria DeBees from Bike Regina. And you're listening to... The Queen City Improvement Bureau. On 91.3 CJTR. Regina's Community Radio. So that's it for Innovative Revenue Tools for this week. That's it? That was it. I, n- I never want them to end. N- yeah, well, you know, maybe we'll have to have a special meeting where we just do Innovative Revenue Tools. Wow, that's from no, beginning to end. From begin- nothing, nothing but innovation yeah. and revenue. Yeah. Maybe we get an award for that. Ooh. Yeah. Um, okay, so what are we going to be looking at in the second half of our meeting here, Aiden? Uh, well, uh, funny that uh, I should have mentioned the, the whole cash grab taxi improvement tool. Oh, yeah? Uh, or innovative revenue tool, because th- apparently there were changes to the taxi bylaws. There were. I, I don't know if you knew this, guys. I don't. But uh, there was a council meeting on Monday. They don't, they don't either. <laughs> there was a council meeting on Monday. Don't and even feel bad. <laughs> I'm really don't feel bad about missing the council meeting. I was lonely, but uh, it's okay. Lots I'm used of to that. To sit. Yeah, there were lots oh. of places. This was not a hugely well attended uh, council meeting. It was pretty good though. Um, the uh, one of the big things, one of the big contentious. There were two big contentious items that we're going to talk about today, and the first one is, is an outstanding improvement which was a change to the taxi bylaw. Uh, last meeting's, uh, well, I guess, guest in, in Quotey Marks, uh, he kind of wound oh. up here. Oh. Yeah, Councillor Sean Fraser. Mm-hmm. I like that guy. Yeah, from Ward 3, who's not running again. I don't know if I you know. know that. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. He, um, he brought forward a motion uh, to change the way that seasonal taxi licenses are dealt with under the taxi bylaw. So seasonal taxi licenses, we... Um, we like there's seven months of cold in the Queen City, and uh, so there's a lot more demand for taxis during that time period. So the city to solve this problem, they release these extra licenses every year that the city owns, and then every year they dole them out to cab drivers, and then we get like you know multiple more cabs on the road for those seven months. Uh, the problem has been that uh, the drivers themselves end up paying a lot more for these. Uh, for these licenses than they really ought to. They're extremely expensive. But I'm going to let Councillor Sean Fraser explain his motion to us. Therefore, be it resolved that any seasonal taxi license be issued to brokers on the condition that these licenses not be leased to end users for more than the initial price uh, when they're issued from the city of Regina. Okay, so what he's talking about there is how the city charges a fee for a seasonal taxi license, and a brokerage firm can buy it, and then they rent those out to drivers for insane amounts of money. Uh, The the cab driver that I was talking to today was saying that they pay $500 a week for these seasonal taxi licenses, and it makes it it extremely difficult for these people to uh, make more than minimum wage salary uh, after, you know, doing a, you know, multiple shifts over a week. Um, And so uh, Fraser uh, went on to explain some of his other reasons for uh, bringing this motion forward. Uh, The challenge right now 
is that we sell these licenses at a cost recovery rate of around, I think it's $375 thereabouts per license. As I mentioned, around 49 licenses per year. Each one is worth seven, or sorry, is good for seven months because the demand is higher for taxis in the winter than it is in the summer. And uh, the brokers who we sell these, issue these to, uh, then turn around and charge, by my math, any times, anywhere between 26 times and 37 times more than the price that we charge, which is cost recovery. Um, it's not that we should be against anybody making money. That's not a rule. But as one of the pre presenters mentioned, um, there's really no added value in this rent. We're creating rent for, for another group outside of the city that really doesn't add value to, to uh, you know, the taxi system as it is in New John. And to me, that's not really, it doesn't really fit our role as regulator. Um, to be clear, what I'm, I'm not talking about brokerage fees here. Brokerage fees, there's brokers in the city, what they offer to drivers is a service that if you belong to their, if you work with their company, um, there's certain rights and responsibilities. And one of those is that they, they broker rides for you. People look up their contact information in the phone book, they get called and they issue rides to, to uh, the taxi drivers. What we're talking about here is uh, the rent created or the lease created by a seasonal license that actually belongs to the city, to ultimately the people of the city of Regina, that we sell for a cost recovery rate and then is turned on, uh, in turn, um, you know, sold to taxi drivers for a, a grossly inf inflated rate, I think. Um, as mentioned, uh, Saskatoon does it by a lottery. Now, you might say if Saskatoon jumped off a bridge, would we do it too? I don't think so. We shouldn't do it, just do it because Saskatoon does it. I think uh, we should do it because, again, ultimately our goal is um, as regulator, and I think this is the fairest uh, thing to do. It was brought up that um, there's a want uh, from some of the presenters that this actually be done by a lottery now. I, I actually think the ultimate fairest way to do this as, as a lottery. Um, to be honest, as some of you might have read recently, I'm getting old, I'm about to retire, and I want to see something done about this this year. And my fear was that if I put forward a motion about doing a lottery this year, it would just be referred to until next year. I see this as kind of an interim measure until administration has a chance to review it next year in full and look at a lottery system. So that was Councillor Sean Fraser talking about why he brought forward this motion to sort of add some fairness to the, uh, taxi li the seasonal taxi license system. Uh, he was referring there to a lottery, and uh, the Regina Cabs is unionized uh, with the uh, United Steelworkers, and they had come forward and talked about this lottery system where hmm. instead of these, uh, you know, I'm, I'll be completely honest with you, I'm not 100% clear on how the taxi licenses are distributed, uh, but it's not by a lottery, it's by, um, you know, the brokerage firms get these and then sell them to the drivers. Uh, and so the goal would be to... Uh, what, what the United Steelworkers and the Regina Cabs drivers were asking for was a lottery system where a bunch of people put their names in the hat and the people were chosen at random. And this, and then on top of that, the people who won these licenses would not be able to sell them for more than the uh, service charge. No, I read, I read a story about a lottery once. Mm -hmm. uh, it didn't end so well. Oh, they didn't win millions and become really happy? No, no, everybody, like, uh, the winner got, like, hit with stones. So I'm worried that the same thing might happen here. Hmm. I don't know much about lotteries. Hmm. I'm going to have to take a look at the minutes from the council meeting, but I'm pretty sure no stone throwing was included in Councillor Fraser's motion. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they'll sneak in things like projectiles just mm. to throw you off. So they'll, like, pick synonyms. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. Synonyms and words that like mean the same thing. Oh, those yeah. are the tricky lawyerly weasel words. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, well, I don't think those are in there. And um, as as Councillor Fraser mentioned, he didn't want to add a lottery to it because he didn't want to make this motion too complicated because he wanted to improve things. The uh, steelworker said, you know, we like the motion that 
um, Fraser has brought forward. Uh, we just would like to have the lottery as well. So Councillor Hawkins Ooh. leapt into the rescue, and he made <laughs> he made a heroic amendment to Councillor Fraser's uh, motion, and I will play Hawkins's amendment now. Uh, thank you very much, Your Worship. Uh, I'm getting old, and I have no intention of retiring. Um, I'd like to move what I hope might be a friendly amendment. I don't think it amounts to jumping off a bridge. I'd like to move the following, that the uh, resolve be amended as follows, that any seasonal taxi licenses should be awarded by lottery to current drivers or brokers with two or more years of taxi driving experience in Regina. In other words, simply move that the seasonal licenses be uh, 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 awarded by lottery. And the simple reason was given by the delegation. It avoids a favoritism problem. Okay, that was Councillor Hawkins. Moving that we switch to a lottery system. Yeah. And um, sounds simple. It was not simple. It took a long time. <laughs> there were amendments upon amendments and then more amendments upon amendments. And eventually, in the end, they voted in favor of Hawkins's motion and Fraser's motion. And so this is a dramatic shift in the way that seasonal taxi licenses are going to be distributed. A thing happened that I have never seen in all the years that I've been paying any kind of attention to city council. And it was a group of delegations came to council and left elated. They were so happy. They got they didn't just get what they were hoping for. They got more than their wildest dreams. I think that's illegal. <laughs> if it wasn't before this council meeting, it may be now, <laughs> because there was there were there were some cheers. The uh, taxi drivers um, they swarmed council at the end. Of, they stuck around to the end of the meeting, so for like another hour of council. And uh, one of one of the drivers had brought his kid, who went up to get a selfie with the mayor, and all of council like leaned in. It was Whoa. the most happy and jubilant I've ever seen a city council meeting. So I went outside after this council meeting and i had to talk to these drivers and so i've got a little bit of a conversation that i had with some of the drivers and their representation let's hear it yeah i'm nomi i'm i drive for regina cabs okay and you guys are pretty happy about today's decision yes me and my uh, mr bajwa and ami and all of us we were trying for a for a long time to get this uh, amendment passed and this is for the for the best of all the divers, and we're very delighted, we're very happy and very thankful to the city of Vienna. Um, is this going to change your relationship with the uh, the cab companies at all, or is everything okay there? Uh, no, I don't think it's going to change a lot, whole lot, but, but obviously because there's a lot of exploitation uh, done uh, through these companies, uh, and, and so we being the drivers, we're very happy that we can have our say and will not be dictated upon, and... Uh, and I think we'll uh, we'll get uh, uh, we'll get what's good for us. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else that you guys want to see going forward, like changes to the taxi bylaw? Like, there's, there's a report coming forward next year. Is there anything you're hoping to see? Uh, yes, there is actually we we are going through a contract. We want to have a contract signed with Regina Cabs, which will uh, cover all aspects of um, the safety and the, and the financial terms of the drivers and and um, and the lease and office rent. And it's it, it's a big a big. Uh, 
document we are looking to have it passed through the city which will be binding on on all the other uh, brokers uh, broker companies and mr bajwa he he will he will, he has a few words to say about uh, uh, about uh, about what happened today sorry could i get your name please my name is idnan safdar bajwa and so i'm assuming you're pretty happy about how things well, turned absolutely. out everybody is happy in this industry no we have a fair chance to live in this city and work in this city and uh, and no I, i cannot explain you know i cannot express myself i'm so happy yeah. so these seasonal players we are now really independent entrepreneur so city has recommended actually 10 5 6 years ago about that so they were charging a lot of money they were picking and choosing so who has to be awarded and now we have a fair chance our lot of drivers they were leaving Saskatchewan they were leaving they were so disappointed how it was going today the motion of the city they impressed everybody and i hope lot of those drivers who left Saskatchewan and went somewhere else they it would attract them to come back and they would come back to regina and that's that that would be the healthy part of our Saskatchewan economy and regina economy we are the ambassador of this city and we tell the people that if you are from newfoundland east coast or west coast stay here because we met every day more than 20 30 people each driver deal with the customers and we are the ambassador of this city of regina we tell them how opportunities here in this city and uh, we are attracting people so this was just for the seasonal licenses though what about so for that, the regular licenses so that, do they need similar changes so that should be they need to be more changes because uh, if uh, that those plates should be regulated some people they have got, they got these plates from a long time and they are not even in this industry and they are charging a lot of money on that so that's supposed to be changed okay, okay. lesley McNabb from the steelworkers name are you I guess it doesn't well, he matter. gave it to me already <laughs> I'm just I'm worried about it you're from the steelworkers I am we've met before we have yeah. we have yes um, the steelworkers you guys have been working on this for a long time well since we got certified right, right. March March last year oh my gosh so, so. it's really 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 Yeah, it seems like a really really long time and oh, really? and we thought it was never going to happen and we thought we were going to get this little tiny baby stuff and yeah. it's it's a jump. So I'm very happy. Congratulations. Yeah, it's a step. I mean, you know what these guys they do an amazing job and they get a lot of abuse and they're in danger. They really are. I mean, you know, it's no I like I wouldn't do their job. No way. Cause I'd backhand people. I wouldn't put up with it. I'd have to have tasered seats. You make me mad, you get the taser, buddy. But they do an amazing job, and they're they're not true entrepreneurs because they haven't been able to. They've been at someone else's mercy. This is a small step to start that process to where it's where this is a this is a job that <clears throat> people can be entre- true entrepreneurs in it. and they can work the hours that they want and they can and earn a, a living at it and not go into debt when somebody steals their camera yeah you know yeah. we had guys here tonight that were robbed two weeks ago yeah. adding on my uh, my partner there he's you know uh, he, they steal his camera 800 bucks so you lose the money they steal from you you can't work anymore that shift because you have no camera me i would have curled up in a little ball yeah right and cried but he gets another camera but it costs him $800 the um the issue with the cameras that is uh the, those rules were passed by council i think in 2010 2011 yes. kind of thing yep um 
So what responsibility does counsel bear for these gentlemen being charged for the loss of for the loss of this technology the council requires? They're, they've got to look at how this works, mm-hmm. right? They've got to look at the consequences. When they change something, they need to look at the consequences. Because if you look at that study in depth, they said, oh, it won't cost that much. It's $800, and you can only get it from there. And that's the only approved camera. Well, things have changed in that time. You know, you can get smaller cameras. And everywhere I go, I talk to cab drivers because I want to know what their lives are like. And they've got smaller cameras. They've got them hidden. So even if you do steal the camera, it's, you know, you've still got it. And they don't cost $800. So we've got to think of the consequences and look down the road. Okay, so that was... um uh, Nomi, a uh, driver for Regina Cabs, mm-hmm. uh, Adnan Safdard Bajwa, and uh, Taser Seat. And Taser Seat, Leslie McNabb from the United Steelworkers. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, speaking about, you know, uh, how happy they were with uh, City Council's decision to change the uh, taxi bylaw and the fact that they're going to be pushing for more fairness in the uh, the way taxi licenses are distributed. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, I should add, we are listening to 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio. Anybody who's listening now is listening to the Queen City Improvement Bureau. They are. It's all true. So, Belle, Blake. Hey. We've, we've, uh, we've given you some time, and we were, we were going to talk about the election, so how's the song coming? Oh, shit. <laughs> Taser time. That's one way to <laughs> say it. <laughs> Taser time. That's, that's a funny... Well, that'll do. Yeah. Yes. Um... Okay, well, I can only talk to song. More time. Melanie, uh, it's not. It's not my process. Okay, I have to well, agonize a lot longer. Well, maybe I can read some stuff about the election to inspire you. <laughs> You're really pushy about this. <laughs> I want a theme song for city council. I'm tired of there being no music when I'm when I'm sitting there watching All a council right. meeting. Right. I'd at least like to be able to imagine something. Uh, <laughs> There, well, as everybody should know, there is an election coming up in October for a new city council. And uh, we are already finally starting to see uh, some announcements about who's going to be running and who is not going to be running in this upcoming election. Do you know every seven years they say that, you know, every particle of your body is replaced? Yeah. So why do they need to be reelected? So we just wait along, wait around long enough, and they're different people. It's true. Yes. Yeah. And did you also know that every fifteen years the cicadas come out to sing their songs and mate? <laughs> <laughs> we could just every fifteen years we could let the cicadas decide. Hey. Yes. Whoever, whatever they sing for loudest. Yeah. And that that person we mayor. Yes. Is your theme song? <laughs> the cicadas. <laughs> I love that idea. Jo- John Cicada. You. Um, so, so far, we okay, so we already know uh, Mayor Fougere announced a few weeks ago that, that he would be running for re-election again. As far as I know, there has been nobody announced that they're going to run against uh, Michael Fougere for the mayor's seat. Um, I think traditionally in Regina, uh, mayors don't typically get beaten in elections. They uh, they fade away. Yeah. <laughs> they just become less and less visible. Yeah. Until one day they're Pat Fiaco. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Neither do I. <laughs> um, so, yes, right now, so if anybody is thinking about running against uh, Fougere, you could be the only one. There's no one? That I know of. Um, it's not like people go to the Queen City Improvement Bureau and let them know what they're planning. We have to glean this information from newspapers that people have thrown on the ground. And, yes. Um, rumors that we've heard through the pipes. 
Um, Councillor Barb Young in Ward 1, uh, she had a conf- uh, press conference just a couple of days ago to announce that she would be running again. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. And, uh, and then according to a uh, piece in the Leader Post by Natasha Lipney, uh, there's been a few other people, a few other councillors have indicated their intention to, to run, but have not, uh, you know, made it definite yet. So Bob Hawkins, uh, is very likely, and just based on those clips that we heard earlier about the, uh, things, he's not planning to retire. Old, old but not retiring. Exactly. Old, yeah. And, but he's still willing to throw the digs out at councillor Sean Fraser. Oh, yes. Um, Fraser obviously has stepped down. Um, oh, sorry. Uh, running against Bob uh, Bob Hawkins, Sam Kahn is going to run again. Now he ran uh, in the uh, Ward Two last time. There were four candidates: uh, Bob Hawkins, uh, Sam Kahn, and uh, a couple other people. And they all finished within like a few hundred votes of each other. So it was an incredibly mm-hmm. tight field, and, mm-hmm. and and Bob Hawkins just edged the rest of them out. So uh, they they point out that Sam Kahn finished last, but it was last in a very very tight field. So he has a lot of support in Ward 2. In Ward 3, Jean Clive is a real estate agent, and she's announced her intention to run there. Mm-hmm. Ward four, Brian Burnett, uh, sitting councillor, has announced that he will run again for re-election. In Ward five, uh, John Fundora will probably run. It's anybody's guess for sure. There's also an Anastasia uh, Manilova, who's an engineer. She will probably be running against him. In Ward six, there's word on the street that Wade Murray may not be running again. In Ward six. Ward and he's on the a street? ward on the street. Yeah. So, no more waiterizer at council. And wow. his fantastic suits. Ah. Oh. You can, you, he wears a white suit as soon as the weather turns. Um, and he'll be running, if he were Classy. to run. Yeah. yeah no, he is. Yeah. Connie Dieter is a uh, community organizer in North Central. She has announced her uh, intention to run. And then, oh my God, I'm make, dra- dragging this. This ordeal out. I'm really sorry. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, uh, you got me. Okay, yeah, Ward girl. Seven uh, rumors. Sharon Bryce is probably also running. Mike O'Donnell has sent out a press release saying that he will be running again in Ward Eight. Uh, he's a long-term sitting councillor. He's our representative on the Saskatchewan Urban Municipalities Association, and he's he's a mover and shaker on council. Uh, Terry Hinks uh, mentioned back in December that he would run again, and Jerry Flagel will probably run a- again as well. So that's all we know right now, and I think we sh- it's time to declare the election season started. Um, I think the I think the reporting guidelines for finances, uh, any money that you raised after May, I think it is, you have to report. So the the election has basically been going for a while now, and. It's all official. And uh, for people looking for stuff on social media, the hashtag is YQRVotes. Do they? <laughs> In the many fives of percents, they vote. <laughs> You know, in municipal elections. So many elections. fives of percents, you yeah. would not believe how many, how close they are to, you know, sizable number. I'm I'm going to be really curious about how this goes, just because um, there don't seem to be any, like, sort of really barn burner issues that are going to, like, sort of drive people to the polls. Um, it's been a very contentious uh, council term, especially early on. There were a lot of, like, packed galleries with angry people mm-hmm. about money being spent on stadiums, a P3 for the wastewater treatment plant. Um, but a lot of that has sort of tapered off. A lot of the things they've been presenting the last two years haven't been quite as contentious. So I don't know if a lot of that sort of like anger that was there four years ago was... No, no issues? 
There are no what? issues. A streetlight fell over onto a BMW in the downtown area. I know, I know, but the, is that the, it will get it'll get the BMW owner vote out yeah. and the streetlight vote out, but begun this class war has. Yeah, I think is what's going to happen. <laughs> the streetlight struck the first blow. Yes, for the class war. Okay, so that's that's it. That's the, uh, the election season has now begun. It's time we have to like start taking it seriously. And you're not yeah. you're just not going to like go roll with my class war theory here. No, nope, okay. not yet. Okay. Yeah, I need more. T- <laughs> <laughs> I need I need to see some paper on this. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Bell. Hey. What do you got coming up? Uh, well, uh, Blake and I are part of something together next week as well. Um, he got talking about his garage sale and we got derailed. Um, we're, we're doing something with the Mackenzie Art Gallery. They've got a, an exhibit going on called the Kandahar, which if you have not oh, seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. So good. There's, yeah. it's, I mean, if you think art is boring and you like going to the bar, there's a bar in the art gallery. And free ham so, sandwiches. Yeah. So Thursday night, July 7th, Whoa. me and Blake Berglund are going to be at the Kandahar serving beers and ham sandwiches. Right on. Slinging beer. That's what I got going on. There's other things too, but you know, it's the end. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, we've we've come up against adjournment. Yes, the, the locks well, are going to be like thrown open, and and you two can escape. Yeah, yeah. and you only have like 15 seconds, so you got to make the most of it. Oh boy! Dash cab. Dash cab. Cash cab. Cash grab. Hat slab. All right, I'm going to call a, a motion to adjourn. Okay, I'll second that motion. Uh, motion is passed. You have been listening to the weekly broadcast of the Queen City Improvement Bureau on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina's Community Radio. Our meetings are rebroadcast Mondays at 9 a.m. Thanks so much to Melanie Hankowicz and Blake Berglund for appearing on our show. Also, of course, to Ryan Hill, a.k.a. Godwire, for our tremendously funky theme music. Uh, coming up next is the Nerdcore Cabaret with Maddie V, followed by the Cockpit, and then Reeling in the Years. Thanks very much. Keep on improving Regina.